Unfortunately, it was a very short judgment today that was handed by Judge Larevedas. He only read the part of the judgment. He did not, she did not give any reason for, for her judgment and also the background of the case. I don't know whether you can remember um, the, the, the judge that was actually presiding over the argument. This was Judge Hazen and then he was not available today. So he handed over the judgment to Judge Larevedas. So, so, so exactly what did what did the judge say? Just declaring it invalid? Well, he declared invalid, saying that the application is actually dismissed with cause, and then the um, Democratic Alliance with its coalition partners partners will have to pay uh, the the legal cost of the um, um, of the respondent that will actually include UDM, your AIC, and um, and even also the DA councillor that was represented by Advocate Dalimpofu, councillor Maniaki. Uh, one thing that was very strange judgment that we are still trying to figure it out is the fact that uh, in, in, in her ruling or in, in passing the judgment, Judge Elna said that uh, uh, Councillor Magnati, if you remember, Councillor Magnati was actually the base of these arguments in court mm. where his presence in that council that council meeting, he was there as a DA councillor at that time, his membership have already seized but according to the judge, mm. Councillor Magnati is still the member or at the council of the Democratic Alliance. And uh, was uh, Mr. Athel, Athel Trollope or perhaps any other DLA leaders in court today? Yes, um, Athel Trollope was also there in court, including the former mayoral colleges members. Um, he, he, he was with the TA provincial leader, Councillor Mabapanga. Uh, when we spoke with him, uh, Athel Trollope, after the detachment, um, he said that he, he, he is not really um, surprised about the judgment, saying they um, arguing that they actually lost uh, the case in terms of technology when it comes to the ruling about um, uh, 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 former councillor uh, Mbude but saying that they will respect the judgment. Uh, he did not indicate whether they are going to appeal or not to appeal, but saying that they will remain in the opposition battle and try to regroup to gain more ground um, in, in terms of organizing uh, uh, for votes and support in the Nelson Mandela Bay. Thanks so much, Mkabisi. That was our report in Port Elizabeth, Mkabisi. The mayor of the Nelson Mandela Bay Metro in Port Elizabeth, Mongameli Bobani, says today's court decision, which dismissed the DA's application, is a victory for the people of the metro. Mongameli Bobani says the DA has kept the people of the metro in limbo for too long. We knew that uh, we had a very strong case. Nothing wrong happened on the 27th of August. Everything that we have done, we have done according to the books of law. So we knew that the DA didn't have any chances of success. They knew, in fact, that they didn't have a case. Even on the matter of Mr. Manyati, they, how can you fire a person in the middle of a council meeting? And therefore, today's victory is a victory for Nelson Mandela residents. We, we've been working. We are moving government. Even right now, we, we, we had the ITP, ITP uh, uh, public participation. And right now, we are going to go back and have a, a strategic session with all our uh, executive directors in order to ensure that we are bringing services to the city for all communities. All our communities, black and white, are happy today about this victory. And we dare not to disappoint them. We are going to provide them with the basic services they've been hungry for. Remember that the budget has been passed and you can't change the budget just on just on a day let me just tell you that even tomorrow we're going to have a press conference tomorrow we are having shocking news for them
uh, with regard to the water restrictions and all those things. We are here for them. We are serving all the, all the residents of the Nelson Mandela Metro. We want peace. We want them to unite behind this coalition government. We, are, we can assure you that they will get their services. Now, we are not worried about the media, what is saying uh, about, about, about this government. Our interest is at the best for all our residents of Nelson Mandela Metro. They will get the services, all of them. We've been working as a collective. We're going to work as a collective. We, we won't even, uh, even get into argument with uh, former Mayor Councillor Trollip. He's just an ordinary councillor as of the 27th of August. So to us, it's none either there. But this collective government is going to work together for, for the interest of all our citizens. We are here. We're going to work together. He will, he will actually remain in the benches. And you won't hear us talking about him. Uh, we are expecting him to actually play a, an opposition role as other opposition that, uh, that, that are playing the role. So so to us, it's no longer about the trolley, it's no longer about the DA, it's about our, the interest of our residents. We are here for them, including, including trolley, this outside is one of our residents, which we must take care of. Councillor Daniels um, indicated last week that uh, he, he is actually withdrawing from the coalition of the, of, of the DA. Councillor Daniels have already indicated that anything that is affecting his people in the northern areas, he will support. Any government that is supporting his people in the northern areas, he will support. Right now, there are no discussions between us and Councillor Daniels, and he clearly stated that he's, he's, not, he's not changing because of positions. He said he will support this new coalition government, he will support Mayor Bobani unequivocally. There, are, there is no position that is on the discussion, there's nothing yet, he just support this government, and we appreciate that. And that was the mayor of the Nelson Mandela Bay Metro, Mongameli Bobani. Well, let's find out exactly what the DA's next move is. And joining us on the line is uh, leader of the DA in the East in Cape Ngaba, Banga. Mr. Banga, good afternoon and thank you very much for your time. According to our reporter, um, the judge just declaring this this invalid, uh, not saying much, dismissing it with costs. What's your reaction? No, so, uh, you see the, the, the judgment was dismissed. It was just an order of the court. The court he did not read the entire judgment. It's normally mm-hmm. in any court of law. Therefore, we'll read it uh, even ourselves and uh, look into the areas where the judge um, has expressed uh, himself. You know, what is more important about this is it reflects the, the strength of our judiciary and uh, our the constitutional democracy. Because we're using our right to say, we believe that what happened uh, in that day was unfair. We had our own arguments, and then they were tested in court. We lost them as law-abiding citizens that people respect. The court. We accept that judgment. All of us, we should do that when, when our court takes those decisions. Therefore, the issue now we are going to do is that Mobani, the ANC, EFF, and all, they did not win anything. What happened is that one of our own weakened our caucus as a DA which is Councillor Manyati. I take responsibility of that as a DA because we were dealt a blow uh, amongst ourselves. One of our individuals um, took a bribe and because uh, um, he, he told me from time and again that they were promising two, two million rand. I've even said it on record that we can go for a light detector test because he was the source who was briefing us who is going to leave. It's him who briefed us that the two councillors would leave before he left. But what we're going to do now as the DA is to go back to the opposition benches and go and be an opposition, a good opposition, and make sure that we defend all the things that we've achieved. Because we're strengthening governance in this city, we've delivered services to the people, we'll monitor them. The limitation of these individuals, they're inconsistent, they do not have a vision. It's not about numbers right, we'll to run a government, it's about... 
We'll, we'll come to Councillor Magnati in a short while. Uh, and I understand that you, your party is going to go through the judgment. Uh, you, you don't know as yet if you're going to appeal. We're having a federal executive committee this, this, this weekend. But as, as, as a provincial, provincial leadership, we've taken, accepted, or prepared to be in opposition. If the party's upper structures take another decision, then we'll follow that. But now, I call everybody to refocus themselves and building a formidable team that in the next country will go and be a good opposition. Because to us, so it's not it's... about us occupying positions. It's about us serving the people of Nelson Mandela. What lesson has the DA learned from, from coalition politics? I'm sure it's haunting you. The first thing we've learned is that um, you must also look into your systems, the people uh, you, you put in public, uh, in public office, that people with weaknesses who are swayed by bribes, you do not need them. Therefore, I'm going to first deal with that and identify those weaknesses and close them for us to, to fight going for Coalition governments in South Africa... It's a new phenomenon. It's going to have these difficulties. But going forward, because the future of South Africa is coaching government, we must identify partners that are principled, partners who believe in the same values in which we believe. COPE and the ACTP have shown South Africa that they understand that South Africa needs an alternative far away from the ANC, and those partners are an example of what the future of coaching government should hold. Having said that, uh, are you, where does Councillor Magnati now sit? Is he DA? What are you going to do with him? I think you understand Councillor Magnati said he's not DA. And the court says, the court says the DA must process Councillor Magnati properly. And we believe we have done that. Councillor Magnati is no longer a member of the DA. And is no longer a councillor um, of the DA. If there are things we have to fix, we'll fix them. But uh, Councilor Magnatis days with the DA, I think they've reached an end. Thank you very much. That's the DA leader in the Eastern Cape, Ngaba Banga. Let's get some analysis in on the issue. And joining us now is political analyst from the Nelson Mandela University, Om Ongama Ntimka. Good morning, Ongama. It looks like the heat's getting to me. <laughs> but firstly, does this court ruling put to bed the, the issue of, of who's leading the Nelson Mandela Metro? It has. And I think uh, for me, good, good afternoon, by the way, and your listeners. Um, I think this court ruling was important because it reasserted the preeminence of the rule of law and procedure over political expediency because mm. had had a legal crisis not deliberately been uh, a, a, a triggered as a strategy of the DA that day uh, and a council met, the council meeting allowed to continue on that day on the basis of the betrayal the internal betrayal uh, the government would have been changed so it's always important to go back to the firing of Magnati and the and 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 and, and the assumption that his fire his, his firing was effective in a meeting which he had started as a due representative of the DA mm. need, needed to be clarified by the courts and it's a good thing that uh, it was taken uh, the DA took it on review so that the court could help eliminate this tactic as a strategy. Or in, in my, the, and, and the consequences could have been dire. I mean, if 
if, if it was allowed to continue uh, as a grey area, it would not have been uh, an, an out of, uh, of the options of political parties in, legis- in legislative houses anywhere yeah. uh, to target people that are known are going to vote against the party line and have those people fired while the session continues. So it was important from a procedural point of view to clarify that that is outruled as a political tactic. Coalition politics in, in, in Nelson Mandela Bay Metro um, certainly hasn't worked for the DA. I know the EFF don't even like the word coalition. Um, let, let's talk about how it failed the DA and whether this, for want of a better word, coalition of the ANC, EFF and UDM will be sustainable. Could this be long term, at least until the elections next year? Comrade relationships by their nature, Krivani, are always more a union of people who are against a a common enemy. Not necessarily people who share the same values, share the same manifesto, and have got the same priorities. So by their nature, immediately the opponent is no longer there, uh, the, the, the basis for retaining the relationships uh, become wicked. So, for example, this coalition government that was removed, it came into power because the political parties also getting the public mood were united in getting rid of the ANC and punishing it. But once that politics is no longer, uh, you know, uh, that much of an emphasis, then new things begin begin to happen. So uh, with Mumani, for example, he was he became disgruntled in the coalition with the DA in the way in which they were they the disagreement among themselves. So those are always there in a coalition. And the DA now it's, it's good that it accepts this outcome and focuses on being an effective opposition because not only is it facing this. But it has two more councillors who have now uh, uh, voted with the new coalition government. And to replace those, they need to go on a by-election. So they must just focus on being in opposition, rebuild, and wait for an opportunity for one of the coalition partners to become disgruntled. But it's going to be difficult, because what sustained the DA after it had uh, parted ways with the UDM was the leeway that it had with the speaker that was pro the coalition government. Now the, that balance of power has changed in favor of the new coalition. All right. So aside from a balance of power, there's been a lot of instability in leadership. Uh, let's talk about service delivery for Port Elizabeth. Aside from you being a political analyst, you're a resident of Port Elizabeth. How has <laughs> all of this affected service delivery in your city? So, so far, in the short term, political changes don't necessarily immediately result in services uh, being dis- uh, disrupted. Because by, by their nature, service delivery issues emerge from political meddling, generally. When politicians attempt to uh, 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 develop rent-seeking behavior and frustrate companies that are given the, man- the mandate to deliver services, uh, and so, it, so it's going to take time before that can happen. We can see it changes in service delivery. But in the short term, uh, it's been really business as usual, except that the municipal manager has been under fire. And I think 
uh, will actually be shown the door very soon, given the last council meeting that was there. So that's likely mm. going to disturb the administ to disturb the administration a little bit. But uh, you know, we, it's a waiting and seeing game. Let, let's talk about the relevance of the Patriotic Alliance for a moment. Uh, they, you know, if if you had to draw a similar, uh, some kind of imagery, it's it's like a disgruntled lover moving from one political partnership to another. Where do they stand in all of this? The Patriotic Alliance has shown the most inconsistent position in the past year, uh, vacillating between supporting the DA-led coalition and withdrawing that support. And I'm not exaggerating when I say they probably have changed their position up to about four or five times. So, mm. so, so I don't know what they are lobbying about, what is their agenda. They keep saying it's the northern area's priorities, but it, it, I mean, they, they've had the most confusing uh, strategy in Nelson Mandela Bay. I think they just maybe, uh, it's, a, it, it, it's good that the new coalition government are saying, uh, we welcome your support, but chill for some time until you decide, uh, because you don't want to be excited about a political party that changes every second, you know, in terms of what mm. it is, what is it, what is it is, lo- what is it that it is lobbying for, and what is it prepared to do in that lobbying? So, uh, for me, I think they need to regroup and 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 think more carefully about how what support they lend to who, because now that I'm sure their credibility is battered in PE.